Chamai, hello. My name is Derek Shaya, and I am the Language and Living Culture Manager at the Alutic Museum. Would you like to hear a story? This month's story will be told by Sperry Ash. Kidasperry. Chamai, my name is Sperry Ash, and my Suchtstun name is Hutka. And the story I'm reading is recorded by Frank Golder in 1903. Enjoy. The Boy Who Became a Mink In a small chaklok, sod house, far away from other people, there lived an old woman and her young grandson. While the boy was small, the grandmother supplied them both with food and clothing by hunting and fishing. She also taught the boy how to hunt and fish. When he was nearly an adult, she surprised him one morning by telling him that a one-hatch kayak, kayak, which she had made herself, was on the beach for him. It was all equipped and ready for hunting. The boy was extremely happy because he had always wanted a kayak. Every morning, the boy went out hunting and fishing and in the evening returned loaded with fish and game. Over time, he became a very skilled paddler and ventured farther and farther out to sea. His grandmother called him one morning and said to him, Son, you may go wherever you like except into that bay over there. If you stay away from that bay, you will be safe. If you ever go there, you will never return to me. Take this amitaduk, mink skin, and put it in the bow of your kayak. Take this bag containing four tiny bows and arrows and keep them with you. If you are ever in trouble, use them and they will help you. The boy promised never to venture inside the bay, accepted the gifts, and placed them where he was told. In those days, there were no winds at all. The waters were always smooth and calm. People could go long distances from shore and not be in danger of the winds and the waves. A few days after promising his grandmother he wouldn't enter the bay, the boy chased a seal much farther than a hunter normally would if they had to worry about the wind. After killing the seal, he found himself at the mouth of the Forbidden Bay. This bay looked so inviting that he laughed at his grandmother's fears. The boy saw a beautiful island in the middle of the bay and started paddling toward it. He beached his kayak, took the amitaduk skin, and hiked up to the top of the hill where he noticed a chaklok. As he was hiking, large rocks came rolling down, blocking his way and nearly crushing him. The farther up he went, the more difficult and dangerous it became. To save himself, he jumped into a hole. The rocks fell over the hole and trapped him inside. He tried to get out, but the rocks were too heavy to push away and the openings too small to crawl through. Wondering how he might escape, the boy remembered the Amitaduk skin. He grabbed it and began chewing on it. Then he stretched it and pulled it over his head. After that, he changed into an Amitaduk. By scratching and squeezing, leaping and dodging, he escaped from his prison and reached the top of the hill. Here, the boy was surprised to see that all the rocks had come from the Czechlok. He took off the Amitaduk skin, which changed him back into a boy. Then he went into the Czechlok. On the floor, there was a large woman sitting and making mats. When she saw him, she screamed in a loud, angry voice, Who told you to come here? Then she reached behind her and pulled out a long, sharp spear and threw it at him. 
Before the spear reached him, the boy changed himself into a Amitaduk again. The spear went over his head, sticking into the wall. Quickly transforming back into a boy, he grabbed the spear and called to her, Change and save yourself if you can. Then the boy hurled the spear at her, cutting her in two. Afterward, a large earthquake shook the Chukthok, causing it to cave in. The boy was trapped again. Once again, he used his Amitaduk skin, and by scratching and dodging, he managed to crawl out and run down to the shore. After pulling off the skin, the boy pushed his kayak out and started for home. He had not gone very far when he heard someone calling to him. He looked around and saw people on the shore motioning to him. An old man greeted him as he landed, took him by the hand and led him into a chaklok where several girls were sitting. The old man pointed to one of them and said, You can have her for a wife. This made the boy so happy that he did not listen to his grandmother's warning. A plate of seal meat was placed in front of him. They all ate and slept. The following morning, the old man asked the boy to go to the woods and collect some wood for sled runners. As the old man's future son-in-law, he could not refuse any request from his father-in-law, so he went. After he entered the forest, the boy found a gruesome sight. Human bones and skeletons were scattered everywhere, and he began to fear that this was another trap. He went about his work. The wood soon rang with the sound of his axe. The boy heard a very frightening noise that made him stop. The nearer it came, the more terrible it sounded. It must be a wild beast on its way to eat me, he thought. Sure enough, a very ferocious beast soon appeared and came running towards him. The boy looked for his Amitaduk's skin, but he couldn't find it. He had left it in the kayak, but still he had his bows and arrows. Quickly pulling them out of his bag, he sent one tiny arrow into the side of the monster, which knocked it over. Another arrow pierced the side of the monster, and it ceased kicking. As the boy approached the beast, he made sure that it was dead. The boy finished his work and returned to the Tsukhlok. The old man looked surprised and uneasy. This old man was actually an evil shaman, and he had been in the habit of sending strangers into the woods to be killed by the monster so he could eat them. The shaman asked the boy, Did you see or hear anything strange in the woods? No, I did not, the boy replied. The morning of the second day, while the boy was eating breakfast, the old shaman called to him from outside. The girls want you to come out and swim with them. To refuse would have been disrespectful, so the boy went to the beach. He undressed himself, but suspecting trouble, he took an Amitaduk skin. He swam after the girls who were quite far from him. As he swam closer, they retreated. After he had almost reached them, a big achok whale appeared between them, and before he knew what to do, he was in the achok's mouth. While inside the achok, the boy put on the amitaduk skin. When the achok surfaced, the boy escaped through the blowhole and swam for the shore. When the shaman saw him, he was very confused and said to himself, He is the first one that I could not overcome, but I will. That evening, the boy had another plate of seal meat. His future wife sat where he could see her, but he did not dare talk to her. 
The next morning, the old man asked the boy to have another swim with the girls. On the beach, there was a large ahok, and the girls were climbing its tail. When they were all on the tail, he swished it, sending them through the air and into the sea. The girls dared the boy to do the same. The boy stripped down but secretly grabbed two of the tiny arrows, one for each hand. He approached the head of the ahok and struck the arrows into its head. He asked the girls, Do I get on here? No, farther down, they answered. He kept sticking the arrows into the ahok as he moved down towards the tail, asking the same question and receiving the same answer. When he finally got to the tail, it did not move. The ahok was dead. The girls swam to the shore to report to the shaman. The shaman returned with them and found the ahok lifeless. The shaman was furious and he swore he would eat the boy. The following morning, the old man asked the boy if he had any relatives he would like to visit before he settled down with the shaman's family. I have a grandmother, said the boy, and he went off to visit her. He was making good progress, paddling side to side, when suddenly the Amitaduk's skin startled him by calling out, Look out! You are in danger! The boy looked ahead, but there was nothing dangerous there, so he paddled on. Again, the Amitaduk's skin called out to him, Look out! You are in danger! Ahead, everything was safe, but as he looked behind him, he was overcome with fear. A wave as high as a mountain was coming his way and would soon swamp him. As quickly as he could, the boy shot one of his arrows into the wave, breaking it. He was safe once more. When evening came, the boy steered for the shore to eat and rest. As he neared the shore, a large sea monster appeared and swallowed him, kayak and all. He pulled out the Amitaduk's skin and put it on. And when an opportunity came, he escaped to the monster's gills and swam to the shore. His grandmother, who was also a shaman, had been watching her grandson's activities. Although far away, she punished the sea monster by sending two large ravens to peck his eyes out. The boy made it back on shore, but he didn't have a kayak, so he started to walk home. He did not take off the Amitaduk's skin. So he was still an Amitaduk. While he was walking, he came to a large lake with many fish. He stopped there and fed on the fish he caught. In a short time, he became acquainted with other Amitadut minks of the area. Their easy life pleased him so much that he decided to stay. At the lake somewhere around Kodiak, he is still there. Only shamans can tell him apart from the other Amitadut. This podcast is supported by the Kodiak Island Borough School District. Today's legend was collected with support from the Kodiak Island Borough School District and as part of the Munachdit Project, funded through the Alaska State Council on the Arts. To explore more Kodiak Alutic legends, visit the Alutic Museum's website to download a free ebook of Unichkwat, a book containing 62 traditional tales. Paper copies can be purchased at the Alutic Museum store. Hoyana, thank you for listening.